With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool center. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Yes, looking forward to State of Origin tonight. Should be a beauty. They're forecasting about 80,000 at the Olympic Stadium there in Sydney. Of course, Game 2 will be in a fortnight here at Optus Stadium. 26th of June, it'll be New South Wales and Queensland. Who will come here with the advantage before they uh, play the final game, Game 3 of the uh, 2022 series up there at Suncorp Stadium in Brisbane? Should be fantastic. Uh, A great sporting event it will be. We're so lucky. We've got some terrific sporting events coming up at Optus Stadium. Of course, uh, in July the 2nd, it is actually, we've got the rugby between uh, the Wallabies uh, taking on England And then we've got the Festival of Football as well uh, later in July, July 22, 23 for memory, involving Manchester United taking on Aston Villa and Leeds against Crystal Palace. So we've got some really good, great international uh, sporting events happening here at the Optus Stadium. Well, let's go back local now. And joining us is Robert Wiley, uh, champion in his own right with Perth, as we know, and Richmond. And for many years involved with the West Coast Eagles as a player and assistant coach. Uh, and uh, he was the right-hand man for Mick Malthouse during those glory years, particularly during the 90s. He's now come back to the Eagles this season as the coach of the WAFL side. They've had their challenges. They've had their issues. But things are starting to work in favour of those group of players and the coach. And uh, Robbie now joins us on the program. Robbie, thanks for your time. Pleasure, Pete, always. Uh, lovely to have a chat to you. i tell you what, looking back, a fair performance against Swan Districts last week. You were in front for a great length of that game. Was that the best performance overall by the Eagles WAFL side? We played pretty well against Perth in round one, and then since then we've struggled, uh, had good patches of footy. But, uh, you know, the waffle's such a great standard, Pete. Uh, you just have to be your best all the time. But it was pleasing that uh, the Swan District's a very good side uh, beat South Mantle a week before. So we knew we had to uh, certainly be at our best. And, and I thought the boys over four quarters uh, were outstanding. And uh, we went down to a very good side. We were proud of, our, proud of our efforts. But at the same time, you know, we're still working towards making sure we can get wins on the board. It's a hard job, there's no question, particularly early in the season when numbers were an issue. I gather you think that you've got over that major hurdle going forward now. I hope so, Pete, because it was quite uh, quite bizarre a few weeks ago playing East Romana when we had to borrow players from, from them. I thought, well, you know, that happens in under-12s and under-14s. It doesn't happen... Uh, at Waffle League level, but you know, obviously the circumstances with COVID and West Coast Eagles injury list. So look, you know, we're hoping the second half that um, you know the AFL side uh, has a little bit of luck and keeps um, you know a lot more players in the park, and then obviously we benefit from that. But you know, as I said, at the same time, I've 
still had the you know the great pleasure of trying to create and and develop some young men that have give, been given waffle opportunities at league level, and it's really pleasing to see some of those young men uh, develop. You've got Zane Sumich, of course, the son of West Coast Eagles star Peter Sumich as the captain. How's he taking on the captaincy responsibilities? Yeah, he's fantastic. He's a good young man, and uh, you know, I suppose it's like any team you. You try and develop many leaders uh, within the club. Uh, so, you know, Pete's got that mantle as... Uh, sorry, Peter, his dad. Uh, Zane's got that mantle of uh, being the, um, you know, our leader. And, yeah, he's, he's doing a great job and playing some, you know, pretty good, consistent footy. So, uh, yeah, couldn't ask for anything more from, from Zane. He, he's brought the group together and uh, along with Mitch Henderson, uh, our, deputy, our vice-captain, um, and, and Jaden McVie. You know they've done a really good job, and as you said, it's not easy. Um, but as you said, no, no challenges in life are easy if you don't give it a good hard crack. And certainly Zane's doing that. Are they realistic about the situation that the Eagles side is going through, particularly during that middle part of the first half of the season when you were certain getting, you know, beaten quite comprehensively? Uh, how did you manage to keep the the team and the young players galvanised during that, what was a bit of a tough uh, month or so? Yeah, well, that's, you know, it's about being positive. Uh, it's about also being realistic. And we, you know, as I said, in patches, we showed some very good football. And, it's, you know, it's 22 players running out on the field. And, you know, that was always, you know, sort of uh, our push to make sure that, you know, we're competitive and, and we go out there to win every game of football uh, we can. So, um, yeah, we were challenged, and at times we didn't quite come up to expectations, Pete. But uh, you know, they're a young group; it's a it's a changing group from week to week. So you know, being able to to keep a, a side consistent uh, is tough. But um, you know, we've just got to maintain uh, intensity of training, intensity in the way that we go about our football. And as I said, uh, and as you alluded to. You know, our performance is a pretty good performance against one district. Saying that, uh, you've got some of the AFL players. I think the second half of the season will be far more positive for the West Coast AFL side and, of course, your side in the WAFL, Robbie. Now, they're suggesting last weekend that Elliot Yo showed a bit of frustration with what happened against one district. And, of course, he's been banned from playing this week. Do you notice that with some of the players coming back? Because it is tough times for some of these overcoming injury and the lack of success at the AFL level, that frustration sometimes boils over. And do you think that was Elliot's issue last week? Oh, I was really happy with the way Elliot went about his football. Uh, he played uh, some minutes the week before, um, but stepped up and showed some good leadership. He was totally invested. Um, so, no, I don't see that frustration. I've been really pleased um, and... Uh, happy with the way AFL players come back into the waffle. Uh, they support the waffle players um, and their attitude is always uh, of as high standard. So, um, you know, that's what happens in football sometimes. It's a physical game and you respond sometimes to the physicality. And uh, it was unfortunate for Elliot, but uh, as I said, uh, you know, his input on the bench coming off the ground uh, at the breaks was outstanding and uh, I really appreciated it. Saying that, uh, what sort of side are you likely to field this weekend in the WAFL? Because, as we know, the AFL side has the bye. Uh, well, today you could, we could have quite a number of players by Saturday. That could change, Pete. It's, uh, that's the way it happens. But, you know, obviously with West Coast having a bye this week, 
Um, there will be a number of players that need to be ticked off. They have their main session tomorrow. Um, so I'll have more uh, understanding of who's going to play, but uh, there's no doubt that you know we should have 10 or 12 players uh, ready to go, and uh, I'll look forward to that, Pete. Yeah, let's have a look at some of the young players that are not household names. I believe that Josh Burke and players like Joey Deegan, they are really elevating themselves as serious footballers at, at that level. Yes, oh, look, they've been great. And, you know, Joey Deegan playing through the midfield, uh, really consistent player. He's, he's a clean ball handler, a good user. So he's been great. Josh Burke up forward. You know, we, we haven't had a lot of great football going forward, so he's always uh, up against it, Berkey. But uh, he's a great competitor. Johnny Levine through the mid midfield, he's just uh, he's a bull at the ball, uh, Pete. And uh, fantastic, some of the, uh, you know, chases and tackles that he's able to put on. Harry Creasy down back has done uh, a good job. So... Uh, Ambrose Ryan that I also had at Eastern Mount. So there's um, Josh Brown who's, you know, look, Josh Brown has uh, won the Colts medal last year, uh, mm. the Jack Clark medal. Um, some of his performances at league level has been fantastic for a 19-year-old. We have also a 19-year-old ruckman, Josh Edwards, that will play, was playing at Colts uh, for Peel and is on loan to us this year. And, um, some of the tasks that we throw him against some of the, the big men, you know, it, it's been really pleasing to see how he's gone from, from game one to uh, where he is now. So, you know, that side is, is really important that, you know, as I said, uh, the reason why I, I'm there is trying to help young men uh, realise whatever their dream is, and it might be just a good, consistent waffle football or obviously the ultimate to be able to get into the AFL. So to see their development, uh, even though we're not winning, and that's really disappointing and it's something that, you know, we're, we're addressing each week, Pete. But to see the individual development of some of these guys that, um, you know, uh, played Colts or even reserves football and are now consistently uh, playing at uh, league level for West Coast Eagles. Big game. It's going to be a beauty too. It's the early game on Saturday. It's Claremont and the Eagles. You're playing at uh, Revo Fitness Stadium. Of course, Claremont Oval for the oldies like us that remember it when it was just a suburban ground. It's going to be a significant match. And I gather a lot of the AFL players will come down and support their waffle colleagues, which will be great for the players concerned. I definitely, Pete. And, you know, Claremont have been a very good side for a number of years and, uh, well coached by Ash and, and Harrow before, so you know it's uh, it'll be a great clash. And if we get the inclusion of a number of AFL players, then uh, you know I think that uh, it'll just continue the high standard that the Waffle uh, are presenting week in and week out. So um, I have no doubt that uh, there will be a lot of AFL boys there to support their teammates, and uh, it'll be a great schedule. So uh, if anyone's thinking about coming down, we'll make sure you come down and. Uh, and give the West Coast some uh, much-needed support. Yeah, OK. It's 11.10, uh, 10, 10 minutes past 11 on Saturday morning, Robbie. So you'll have to get up nice and early, as you normally do, and get them fired up. Because I've got a feeling this game, as you mentioned, with the injection of AFL players, could be a really good game of footy. So looking forward to it. Claremont against the West Coast Eagles. Robbie, thanks for your time. Uh, doing a great job down there. I can see the improvement from week in, uh, week out, the last two or three weeks regarding uh, the waffle side. And I gather, as I said earlier... I think the second half of the season for both the Waffle side and the AFL Eagles side will be far more productive than the first half. Thanks for joining us on the program today. Thanks, Pete. Appreciate it.